Hey everyone, welcome back to Her Ice, our final mini pod of the state tournament preview. I am Peter Adney along with my co-host Todd Houck. We are very pleased to have Maple Grove head coach in her fifth year, Amber Hegland on the pod. Amber, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. All right, you were the first girl, and to my knowledge, the only girl that ever played in the boys' state tournament. You skated for Farmington in the Tier 2 tournament in 1994. Farmington didn't have a girls' team. What was that season like playing with the boys? Uh, memorable, special. <laughs> I uh, grew up playing um, hockey with the boys all along. My brother is 11 months older than I am, and anything he did, I wanted to do. So when he signed up for football, hockey, and baseball, so did I. Um, so I grew up playing hockey, and my teammates supported me and um, really took me on a ride as I was a role player uh, and somebody who um, played a, a, a more of a limited role. But when I did get the opportunity, I gave it everything I had and believed that I was able to um, be successful because of everybody else that was around me. As a as a high schooler, is it even possible to grasp how pivotal how pivotal of a moment that was, or did you just not even think of it? You just thought of it as I'm playing with my team, and we were lucky enough to go to state. Yeah, um, so if, um, I, I never thought of myself as a, a trailblazer, and that it was a pivotal or special moment for me as a female playing boys hockey. Um, it was special to me because it was our team. Um, going to the state tournament and the state tournament was what everybody was wanting to get to. Um, so for me, it was more about that experience than being a, a female. And, and one of the stories that I tell uh, our girls every time I get an opportunity to, to be a part of a, a team and going to the state tournament is you never know really how big of a deal this is. Um, at that time, when I went to the state tournament with the boys team, for Farmington, I knew that I was going to continue my career and play both softball and hockey at the University of Minnesota. Um, so, you, did you kind of feel thinking like I was going to? Well, oh, sorry, I was thinking ahead. I was going to have bigger moments. And um, <laughs> and now, when I look back, when people say, "What's your favorite memory?" I say, "Playing with my high school friends in the boys' state high school hockey tournament." Wow. Well, I mean, I'm sure that's an experience that a lot of high school players go through. They don't totally grasp just how big of a deal it is. But that's part of what makes being a high schooler great is that you can just kind of roll with the punches. No, absolutely. So moving into the future, we're going to talk about your team now, the 2020 Maple Grove Crimson. And it feels as though, at least during your tenure, there's been a long line of incredible goaltenders uh, uh, Brianna Blezzi, Lucy Morgan last year. I think Coco Francis was on the team a couple of years ago. And this year you've got Brooke Casabo, who's put up some incredible numbers. Is your program most comfortable playing from the net out? Um, we're certainly blessed, and we've been fortunate to have the goalies that we have. Um, we try and build our teams from around the net, um, for our defensemen to our centers to our wings. So we try and put people who are going to be really good at um, breaking other teams' pressure and, and getting us out of our zone so that teams have a less of a chance of, of scoring. Um, but our youth program has done an exceptional job of um, giving goalies an opportunity to develop, and um, we've been um, fortunate to have gained their uh, view on goaltenders and, and making sure that they're prepared and, and ready to be at this level. I'd, I'd also imagine that having a goaltender like Brooke allows you to take some more chances on defense? 
Yes, absolutely. So we um, have been able to break pucks out a little differently and do some different things with regards to our offensive forechecks, knowing that our defensive core and Brooke are going to be successful a high percentage of the time if and when there's an odd man rush. Yeah, it's a luxury that most teams uh, most teams don't have. You certainly seem grateful for it. There was a stretch during December where your team ended up going one and four. Now, for a program like Maple Grove, that doesn't happen often. How was your team able to bounce back after kind of a rough stretch? Um, that's what I think it makes this team so special. Uh, they come every day to the rink ready to work hard and improve, and um, they just want to continue to get better at playing the game of hockey individually and as a group. So for us, it wasn't really a recollection. It was just we we need to do things better. Um, and I believe that um, the coaches that we have um, really share with the kids that making mistakes and, and being exposed by teams who are better than us um, allow us to know exactly what we need to work on and make us plan our practices around our weaknesses so that we can be ready to play our best hockey at the end. Coach Amber, was there one piece, and I'm not trying to, you know, badger the, the fact that it was one of four, and that was a tough stretch, and obviously you bounced back going eight and two the rest of the season. Um, was there one thing that you could kind of pick out in that bad stretch that, I won't say you got fixed, but you corrected and, and made changes? Uh, There's some coaches that we talked yesterday that were like, well, we switched uh, such and such defense to forward, and uh, they changed their, their power play. Was there one thing you think that stuck out that maybe – that snapped the team back into that, that winning form, or was it just some small mistakes that were just in bad habits or, or the Christmas break? There's a lot of elements. Was there one thing that stuck out to you? Well, um, first of all, the, the teams that we lost to, I think were very talented teams. I mean, it was just when we were playing them and that they were, they were back to back. But for us, we've just stayed consistent. This is one of my first years in my 20 years of coaching where we really haven't even changed the lines. It's our same line combinations. Mm-hmm. Um, we did quite a bit more um, breakdown in our defensive zone and making sure that we were understanding what happens if and when we lose our person or our coverage so that we can help our teammates to be successful if and when they do get beat. And and, and definitely where there's some tough teams were Andover and Minnetonka and Edina and, and North Wright County. So definitely no slouches there. It's a some, gauntlet. Some tough competition right there in the mix. Um, let's talk a little bit about we went back in the in the past and then we went to future. And let's go back a little bit last year. Last year you were also in that, that 4-5 game, the seed 4-5 game uh, last year against Minnetonka. You lost that. The Gales bounced back. They went through. They were able to win the consolation. How hungry were they after that? Minnetonka loss or the consolation to get back to state this year? Um, this is where the, I think that the team wanted to um, get to. We lost some key contributors and there were some question marks in our lineup. So many of our girls, I think, um, needed to see that we were pretty darn competitive and that we, we could make this as a goal for us as um, I think uh, we were questioned ourselves with regards to um, our ability and, and how we were going to play. And um, it was great to see the kids respond and, and win and continue to come to the rink hungry to get better and, and focus on that next opponent rather than fear the opponents, uh, respect them, and, and know that it was going to take a lot of work. That is a good mindset, too. There's some the teams will come into a game like, oh, my gosh, we got to play Adana again, and that mindset takes over. And it, the, the talent and the skill gets pushed to the side, doesn't it? 
Yes, it does. So let's talk about your next opponent. So you come up, you play Hill Murray on Thursday. Uh, what is uh, one of your uh, main concerns or, or things you focus on with the girls in prepping for the Pioneers on Thursday night? Yeah, well, um, Hill Murray is a well-coached machine. Uh, team and they are very disciplined in their system so we're going to have to make sure that uh, we are disciplined along with them and that if and when we can expose them and and get them to um, be out of position that we need to jump into that opportunity and and make sure that we are making the most of it otherwise they will adapt and and cover that up and, and make it hard for us to be successful. Well, certainly they're going to end up flying those wings down the side and Stigoff down the middle, so we'll, we'll probably see some Crimson defenders jump in and try to swipe some of those breakout pucks. Uh, the co-head yeah, we're going to hope to. Yeah, ho- hopefully. They're, they've been pretty successful with it so far. The Hillmary co-head coach, Shazar Engstrom, you and she are two of five head coaches in the Class 2A tournament that are females. Head coaches, not assistant coaches, not trainers, not goalie coaches, head coaches. What does that tell younger girls coming up that there is a life after your playing career where you can still make such a huge impact on the high school game? Yeah, I think it's great. Um, females are out in lead roles and leading youth. I think it's important for our youth to see that. But more importantly, just to let girls know that uh, their their passion of playing doesn't need to stop when they, they are no longer playing, that they can um, give back to the sport and give back to uh, individuals as well as um, continue to love the sport and, and be a part of it as they grow older. Certainly. Well, Amber, we certainly, certainly, I just said certainly three times. Yep, you certainly did. In the last did. four seconds. Oh, my gosh. I, could, I need another cup of coffee. We, <laughs> we appreciate you taking the time with us today. Best of luck this week, and uh, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, and thank you so much. You guys, uh, it's tremendous what you're doing for girl sports, and, and I appreciate it. Good luck to you, Amber, on Thursday night. Thanks. Have a good day. You too. Thank you.